1: Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets Butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos Let us get to it and do it upright Welcome the dreamers with all
0: Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn, with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Well, everyone, I'm here sitting in my barn with Brian Friedland, who's back for a 2.0 radio show interview with me. Because last time he was here, there was so much music emanating that we just couldn't fit it all in one show so welcome back brian
2: oh thanks so much we're, we're all really glad to be back here
0: and you are here with your sextet so introduce the guys again
2: absolutely um it's a pleasure to be back here with rick stone on saxophone tim Schneer on trombone mm-hmm. vivek patel our trumpeter um mike connors on drum and ehud a on bass
0: uh, for those of you who don't know, Brian Friedland, who is from the Boston area now, originally from Chicago, um, classically trained, then into jazz, USC jazz performance on piano um, degree, right? And then on to New England Conservatory of Music for jazz composition for a master's. And so now you are writing for um, different groups, the largest being 18-piece.
2: Indeed. Two, 2 to 18 that's the uh, <laughs> the the size range
0: and when you're writing for really big uh, groups it's not straight ahead music it's your original conception of sections and
2: yeah i mean uh music that draws on all the various uh musical inspiration and
0: in other words, you're well, not doing, um, you know, Nelson Riddle and.
2: Well, no, Nelson Riddle <laughs> did Nelson Riddle. I'm, I'm I'm composing like Brian Friedland. Well, there you have it. Um, so, sometimes I mean, when
0: people hear big band, they've conception. It's true. I mean, immediately... well, I, mean I, I
2: used to actually play piano in the Glenn Miller orchestra. Wow. And, uh, but um, big band has this more modern tradition as well. Um, well, first of all, Ellington and and uh, Count Basie, they were they were playing some very hip stuff you know, mm-hmm. very, uh, and as Ellington's career progressed he was started combining classical forms and, and doing compositions that were whole suites that would be one song for a whole performance just like a, a symphony so big band has those roots as well and they, they kind of progressed with um, composers like So Thad. You get to
0: get past the stereotype when you hear oh, yeah. big band. Yeah, man. I mean,
2: I think of big band and, uh, you know, and I was inspired by hearing albums by composers like Gil Evans and uh, Thad Jones and more recently Bob Brookmeyer, Maria mm-hmm. Schneider, um, and uh, John Hollenbeck. Mm-hmm. And, and those are the people who have just done these large scale, very ambitious um multi-traditioned um big band you know drawing on avant-garde jazz brazilian music um just w- w- wide scope so that's that's what i attempt to do in and in, in so big you have band. a big
0: vision for a big band yeah and and uh we're going to an introduction to what you're doing in a smaller group uh again today and um again original music so it's all flowing from you and then you're doing the arrangements and. Um, I'm wondering if you might want to start the program off with, with one of those.
2: Absolutely. Uh, we uh, are planning on playing a new piece. Uh, it's called Diagonal Lines. And uh, it's a fun, fun kind of blowing composition, meaning there's um, a lot of room for, for soloing and improvisation. Great. And so,
0: well, we're, we're here live at the barn, and we're trying out some music, and, and uh, we're going to hear Diagonal Lines. Why don't you guys take it away? You have just heard Diagonal Lines performed here live at Dream Farm with Brian Friedland and a sextet of musicians. And we're going to take a short break. I'm Julie Lavender and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio.
3: You know where my destiny falls This timeless insecurity I feel makes me restless inside Will you take me there To a distant place I've never been before If I could leave this world I would follow you like oceans to the shore Will you take me there Make the rivers of my mind flow to my dreams You hold your secrets from my eyes and you know where the furthest stream falls. The day breaks over in the stream, and you know where my rivers will flow. Will you take me there to a distant place? Could leave this world, I would follow you like oceans to the shore. Will you take me there? Make the rivers of my mind flow to my dreams.
0: Folks, you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio, and my special guest today is Brian Friedland, who's back with his sextet yet again to play some terrific original music, and uh, thick with horns and great ideas, right?
2: I I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) The horns
0: are not on your head. (laughs) Let me just clarify. But uh, we were just talking about one of my favorite chord progressions, uh, which is the basis for your song. And I have... Honestly, never heard that progression repeated so many times without thinking that it's the same thing over and over. In other words, it's very simple, but the way that you interpret it and the different layers and the way that um, you're harmonizing and weaving around it really um, fascinated me throughout it. It, it. You call this song "The Three Chords of Triumph," and it really is. There, it's a great, it's a great little vamp. You know, I find in a lot of the music, I wind up using it in music that I write all the time, but the way that you've done it, I mean, you've turned it from a vamp into a, a triumphal entry or exit, I would say.
2: Yeah, I well, thank you, first of all, for the, the kind words there. Um, I actually don't I think of the song as triumphant in in nature. I call it the three chords of triumph because I, those chords to me, I think of them in all these silly context of of, uh, of kind of cliche triumphal triumphalism, boy triumph triumphantalism. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what the, the word is there. The proper form of that word Do you, is. In other but, words,
0: they can be schmaltzy. Uh, is that what
2: you're saying? I,
0: just, are you saying my favorite chords are schmaltzy? No, no, I don't think they're schmaltzy <laughs> at all.
2: I think of the Ewok dance and at the end of Star Wars is one of my favorite examples. Of yeah. the three chords of triumph. Um,
0: How does that sound in, in Ewokness? Let's see. Oh. I,
2: I think I think that's it. Um, it's also in uh, the Beverly Hills Cop. Um,
4: oh
0: yeah, theme. yeah, I hear
2: that. Uh, boy, where else is it? It's, it's, well, it's also in that kind of cliche brass fanfare. Yes. Um, but uh, I'm really trying to not go <laughs> that direction in the song. Um, I actually kind of like playing the progression more more subtly and adding other notes um to those pr- other colors to each of those chords. It, you
0: really do it successfully because I honestly, now that you mentioned all those other schmaltzy interpretations, I have to admit you're right. But when I heard it and I just, you, you, you guys were warming up and and uh, playing this and I heard it, um, I, I, you really uh, took me on a journey that was very different from the Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> interpretation so i think the audience is gonna love it but it's also very used a lot in pop music
2: oh yeah i mean it's definitely one of those just ubiquitous sounds um but I, i've attempted to put a very different stamp on on it use it as a basis you know same ingredients but uh are cook, there... up, cook up something a no, little different true.
0: <laughs> are there any other sections in the tune or is it? oh yeah it pretty
2: there, much... no there's definitely there's a bridge with different chords Mm -hmm. um but yeah there there's a a bridge and it goes to different set of chord changes and and has its own little circuitous uh journey and uh then it returns to the three chords and the the solo section features the three chords at different lengths so you you hear them improvised on freely out of time first then you hear them for for four measures um, a longer Mm -hmm. chunk of time and then Um, as more soloists come in the the chords get reduced to two measures each then one measure each and then we move on to using the the other section for improvisation before returning to the three chords of triumph
0: well i i really dig this song that
2: is the roadmap (laughs) thank you yeah
0: (laughs) good well people are going to want it because i want them to i want them to uh follow along and Enjoy the process and see if they can identify uh, maybe some sounds that remind them of um, other other interpretations, other experiences, <laughs> other tunes, other Ewoks. Other. I, I hope I hope people don't <laughs> think the Ewoks too
3: much. It's kind of hard to think An about them. When,
0: no, I don't think they will be <laughs> stuck there when they hear your music. Okay, so gentlemen, take us away. On a Journey Through the Three Chords of Triumph by Brian Friedland. loved it i really did well thank you what would happen if you'd added a fourth chord
2: it would be the four chords (laughs) of triumph (laughs) yeah and it would be be a different song a whole different ball game
0: so how much of the time you're writing do you think of um of uh jumping off from where someone else has has left the ball like for example you the three chords interpreted by a lot of people and so you took that and said what can I do with that so do you, is that is your music influenced a lot by what other people have done or
2: well I think all music is influenced by other music we, we've heard mm-hmm. and listened to and especially the music we we've really studied and and, and, and loved um, so that more than the, specifically the three chords really influenced that song, the music that's just kind of helped me, um, forge my, my identity as a player and a composer. And, uh, three chords were just kind of a situation to stick, stick that in, um, stick that identity in.
0: Well, you did a great job and, uh, we're going to take a break and get ready for some more of your music and identity in a few minutes. Um, You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio with my special guest, Brian Friedland. I'm Julie Lavender, and we will be right back. Welcome back, folks. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio, and my special guest today is Brian Friedland, and he's got a sextet here, and we've been listening to uh, some of that music, and now we're kind of going to take a little bit of a diversion and hear about some of your other work, which is a different side of your musical personality.
2: It's quite different in nature, yes. Uh, um, I mean, as you can tell, I'm kind of don't take myself too seriously with with music. I mean, I have invested seriously in, in playing mm-hmm. it, but um, you know, I, I like to f- have, find fun ways to connect to audiences and uh, one of the things that uh, has come out of that sort of attitude towards music is uh, taking texts um, from unusual sources and uh, turning them into kind of comedic art songs. So kind of like a classical song cycle right. with uh um, with lyrics from anything from Avon Peach Hand Lotion to Trader Joe's Cinnamon Raisin Granola.
0: <laughs> and then the the uh text on the packaging becomes lyrics, right?
2: Ex- exactly. Um so for instance, uh Avon Peach Hand Lotion, um, the lyrics are um Imagine the juicy aroma of a ripe, luscious peach. Feel this pampering lotion rub your body with scented softness.
0: And what kind of music did you write for that?
2: Very, very serene, lush, beautiful, happy major chords.
1: Let's hear. Imagine <laughs>
4: the juicy the aroma. Usually
2: I have a female singer do this.
4: Aroma. A <laughs> ripe, luscious peach.
1: <laughs> so
0: each of these uh, things really begs for its own context then.
2: Yeah, each song has its total unique musical identity that um, uh, I'll search for and I'll see, say, what does this product suggest? Is it is it uh, a lullaby? Is it iris jig um rock opera mm-hmm. so i really took it as an opportunity just to have fun exploring um kind of the wacky universes of of, of style and for
0: pirates booty the snack it's a 10 minute piratey experience.
2: multimedia epic <laughs> um, and how
0: does the the progression go for the basic pirate booty tune Guys searching for the perfect snack?
4: Oh,
2: not just any guy. It's pirates. <laughs> um, and uh, we actually took the... Um, I worked in collaboration with an artist with this one, and she actually took the main mascot, or uh, I don't know if mascot's the appropriate word, main character off the packaging, and drew all these elaborate um, mm-hmm. slides of of the pirates and, and their various... Um, uh, Various activities with the pirates' booty, whether they're searching for the buried treasure, which turns out to be a chest of pirates' booty, right? Um, the snack and uh, or um, or they're uh, mixing cheese and rice and corn in a big vat. Um, I can't remember what exactly would be the lyrical equivalent of that. But it's on YouTube. Uh, if anybody on YouTube, wants to see, yes, it. you you can see it. In it's all its glory. I'm actually a star of the film as well. I get uh, horribly addicted to pirate's booty
0: which one's the hardest lyric to set to music that you've done so far
2: um well perio guard uh which is a prescription mouthwash that um, my dentist gave to me and I, i took it home and i couldn't believe the amount of chemicals and the complexity of the ingredients so the ingredients list actually became the lyrics for the song
0: and how did you set that one? What was the...
2: That's a rock opera. A rock
0: opera. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you ever tell your dentist? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I never did. I, God, I, I need to do that. You totally next need time, to do that. Next time I'm, I'm home, it's my denti- childhood dentist in uh, Chicago. I need to make sure to make appointment to see her just to uh, you, you give definitely her a copy of that. the
0: CD. <laughs> right, and the carpet cleaner that wound up being very uh, ominous.
2: Oh, yeah, that, that ties in full circle to uh, Shuby, my, my cat. If you listen to the previous...
0: The, the other radio show we did yes, uh, featuring uh, a song about your cat.
2: Yeah, he, um, he sometimes would have accidents, and I had spot shot carpet cleaner to clean it up and it had that kind of typical list of warnings you find in aerosol cans. You know, do not incinerate. Do not store temperatures above 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Do not puncture and so um yeah that song is this kind of intense urgent um um plea not to do any of these things with with the product or you'll you'll find out
0: you ought to write one just for attorneys happen. you just ought to write one disclaimers just, just oh i i lawsuit. took, the, I took a lease
2: actually that was very much written in legalese by my landlord last year um, she would write pages and pages and pages about telling you how to uh, talk to the police in case of an emergency. And, uh, you know, very detailed to tell you what kind of tone of voice to use. Um, but it was always written with, like, tenants should address police in professional, uh, polite, yet firm manner. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know why you well, like would need to be polite and teacher. firm with okay. the police. That was just kind of, but yeah, I mean, she gave us detailed so instructions for Oh yeah. Um, so I have a whole lease cycle. Um, that's not recorded yet, but, uh, hopefully, um, one of these days I'll get around to recording my entire lease. It'll be a kind of its own. Um, so even though it's length. comedic,
0: you're, you're taking the composition of this very seriously and the, and setting the, the libretto to music Appropriately. This well, is I mean,
2: there's so much nuance in, in these products or in my landlord's instructions, and I'm just trying to capture as much of that in my music as, as I, as well, I, as I gonna can. Well, I'm going to give you a
0: tip for a next one. Maybe you could do something with Simply Saline. It is a uh, nasal wow. irrigation product. That
2: sounds intriguing.
0: Well, the directions say to flush and irrigate, irrigate tilt head to the side, over sink or use in shower, insert nozzle into one nostril, depressing as a gentle mist fills sinus passages. Yes. And, you know, I think you could do something with that.
2: Ah, no, I, I think, I think I see lots of directions that could
4: go in. <laughs>
0: well, I'd be, I'd be fascinated to hear what you do with it. Um, in the meantime, I'm wondering maybe if we could take a slight departure from the saline mist and the least, libretto (laughs) (laughs) and since we still have these phenomenal um, players here Ehud and Tim and Rick and Mike and Vivek and yourself if you would mind joining me on something my own my own little lyrical fancy
2: I think we are gearing up and excited to do that so uh...
0: well hopefully you can join me on this tune Um, this is called don't ask me what I'm thinking and then in parentheses, unless you really want to know. And this—what uh, what, what were you thinking? Well, this was um, like kind I of ask. this was kind of over uh, overassertive young female <laughs> navigating the um, the world of, of the young men. And uh, uh, I, autobiographical. I have to admit, yes, indeed, <laughs> learning uh, when not to when not to say too much. Right in the process of, of developing a friendship. But at some point I had to learn to laugh at myself. So that, that became the song. Don't ask me what I'm thinking, unless you really want to know. And I found that many women and men kind of, uh, can relate to the theme. So let's do it.
1: thinking, unless you really want to know, cause I'll tell you what is on my mind, and you might be sorry, I said so, you say, a penny for your thoughts, honey, well, a dollar to a donut, it'll blow the study.
0: Was a lot of fun. I loved hearing the the horn section on that, and even the beams of my barn are applauding. Can you hear it?
2: Yeah, we have another musician here. <laughs> this the old place of the barn. <laughs> this
0: place really responds to the vibes. I'm telling you, so um, you can hear that, and you can hear who knows what else <clears throat> in and around our environs. But let's hear just so everyone knows how they can connect with you in the future, Brian where do they go if they want to hear more about you and your music
2: brianfriedland.com at brian Friedland. <laughs> um so i think think the uh, it's brian with an i not not a y okay so, right. so there's no confusion um and uh there i have links to uh, my videos with uh, the pirate's booty and Hopefully uh, very soon, Chester the Bull, which is a story I wrote when I was eight years old that Vivek uh, here has been uh, collaborating with me. He's a fantastic um, uh, sequencer as well as a trumpet player. So Mm -hmm. he he, uh, took took my ideas and turned them into an electronic um, symphony with uh, um, strings and and brass and uh, some tribal drums in there. uh, So Chester goes on a bit of an adventure
0: so you can hear all that if you connect to Brian Friedland.
4: Friedland. com.
2: yep and uh, there's an uh, album of the product poetry called household items and you can also find that at cdbaby.com for a purchase or uh, itunes as well
0: and excellent and all of your other music your 18 um, piece music that's
2: and- there as well and uh, all the upcoming gigs and All other information, Brian Friedland, and my uh, childhood art from when I was 8 years old is up there. (laughs) Super.
0: Excellent. Well, it's all all there. And if you want to know more about Dream Farm Cafe, folks, you can go to dreamfarmcafe.com, hear archives of the shows, find out a little bit more about us. I want to thank you for coming up here and hanging out with us guys oh, uh, we would like terrific. to
2: i'd like to say thank you in behalf of all of us for having us uh, we've had an amazing time playing playing music and and uh getting a chance to talk about it with you
0: excellent well um that ends another great show i want to give my special um, acknowledgement to jenny wheeler our photographer and don richardson our producer and to you, our audience, thank you so much for joining us here at Dream Farm for another Dream Farm Cafe radio event. I'm Julie Lavender, your host. Please join us next time.